0: Johnson, to first, the Braves, our world champions!
1: It's over, the Bucks have Bennett. the long wait has ended, after a half century, the Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions once again! The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a second Super Bowl title in franchise history. And Tom Brady doesn't pass the torch yet to, to Mahomes, does he?
2: Welcome to Sports Next, episode 37. We are back. I know we've been in hiatus for quite a bit, but we are back here for another episode. We had a obviously, good week over. the, man, we had, well, we had to talk a little bit about the baseball uh, the World Series, you know, since we didn't get to go through it. The last couple of weeks, and uh, but we had a big UFC uh pay per view this past uh week, and uh, we have week nine of the NFL of crazy week nine,
1: yeah. And
2: of course, we have the NBA season all full full effect right now going on. By mm-hmm. the way, I am Henry, and I'm here with
1: Mr. Hodge,
2: and uh, so uh, yeah, we're back. and Unfortunately, again, Phil can't make it this week, but uh, pretty sure he's gonna, uh, you know, it was thick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And uh, let's start the way we always start off with today is November 9th. Uh, and uh, so we're gonna talk about our, our birthdays and then we're gonna go we're gonna shoot on the same segment. We'll do we have to, uh, talk a little bit about the World Series since there's not much going on right now. Uh the qualifying offers being made and stuff, which is still like that's too much that we're just gonna we're not gonna go through all that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um so uh take it away with the birthdays.
1: All right, these gentlemen, or I should say these Scorpios are celebrating <laughs> today. We have. Kyle Rudolph, uh, Greg Bird, Adam Dunn, Whiteley Herzog, Jim Riggleman, Cody Stamen, and Marcin uh, Tyborough.
2: Yeah, all right. Happy birthday of those fellas. Yeah, that's what I promise right now. Uh, so the uh, World Series finished, uh, what was it, like a week ago or something like that? It feels
1: like, and, it feels like forever ago.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, the uh world champions are the Atlanta Braves, as you all should know by now. And uh, so I'm gonna a little go a little bit out. Obviously, I wish it was the Dodgers, but in everything. But uh, I'm pretty happy. It's just not the Astros at this mm. point, <laughs> you know. You know it values. was a, it was a pretty yeah yeah. I mean, I watch the World Series. I mean, I'm a big baseball fan, so uh, I could watch baseball that are not that doesn't include the Dodgers. So, um, especially in the World Series, the only good thing about watching the World Series is uh, when your team is not in it is that you don't have to go through all the stress. Because, man, last year was killer for me, <laughs> even, though, even though we won. But, man, throughout the whole time, I was like, really?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But um, this one, it was just, uh, yeah, it was a lot of Braves. Um, they won it in six games, uh, kind of like last year where the Dodgers won it in six games. And uh, I don't know if we could, I don't know if there's record of this or, or we could find it on a previous, but I think I did call the Braves in six or I, I talked to somebody. I don't remember where it was, but I remember saying someone, "Oh, the Braves are going to win this in six. Mm-hmm. So sure enough, they won it in six. I should have betted on it, but I uh, didn't. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: But um, it's a uh, the Braves are one of those teams that I mean, I mean they're not hateable. They're not hateable. You know, obviously like um, obviously we just wanted the Dodgers to win, but uh, you know I, I'm okay with the Braves winning.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, we, the one thing that we, I remember. Going through the playoffs, you know, when Atlanta's in the playoffs you always and they have a lead, we always assume one thing, you know, like history will repeat itself, where Atlanta's going to blow a lead. You know, last year, the, the Braves were up 3-1 on the Dodgers in the NLCS and they ended up losing the series. Mm-hmm. And of course, we know about the Super Bowl Atlanta and the Patriots and all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we thought also this year, it's was like, oh man, are they going to do it again this year? Because they were up 3-1 and then they lost uh, game five, so they made it 3-2. Everybody was like, already assuming, like, oh man, is it going to be... Uh, this history repeated itself, but uh, no, it didn't. And uh, the Braves ended up winning it. And uh, how about uh, I also want to talk about Jock Peterson, who back-to-back champion. He's uh, he won it last year with the Dodgers. Now this year, he won it with the Braves. He didn't even start the season with the Braves. He started with the Cubs. He signed a year one-year contract with the Cubs, and then he got traded to the Braves.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, um, so you know, hats off to them. And then another hats off to Freddie Freeman of the Braves who's been a lifelong uh, brave, and he finally got his ring. He's been an all-star multiple times. Kind of like last year, again, Kershaw, who was a multi- is one of the best, finally got his ring. Kind of the year before that, we had Ryan Zimmerman who for the Nationals, who was a lifelong national, and he finally got his ring. So three straight years where, you know, guys, franchise guys have won the World, Se- uh, won the World Series finally. So that's pretty nice to see in baseball. And uh, we repeat, I don't know how many, it's been already over 20 plus years where we haven't had back-to-back champions. So uh, in baseball. So that's nice to see also, you know, mm-hmm. in a way, again, it would have been better. I would have been okay with it if the Dodgers went back-to-back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just for my sake. <laughs> but um, again, it's, it's going to be, a, it's going to be the off season. So next year is going to, the Dodger team's going to look very different. We have, uh, you know, Corey is going to be a free agent who's going to, most likely go get paid somewhere else. There's rumors of him going with the Yankees. Uh, but, um, you know, Albert Pujols, you know, it's probably going to be gone. Kershaw's a free agent. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be big if he goes anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of big free agents that we're going to, you know, we're only going to talk about when, you know, when there's something we'll, there's something a big signing going on. Usually yeah. in baseball, it's later in the year mm-hmm. uh, or later in the offseason, I should say, uh, compared to basketball where basketball is like the first day. <laughs> you already <laughs> see players signing.
1: Yeah, it caught uh, us off guard originally. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Baseball, I mean, especially the big free agents, top free agents, they sign really late. I guess they want to see who's the first one to sign so they can see that. see. Oh, he got this amount, so I want to get more than him. So that's gonna be the you know the standard right there. Yeah. So uh right now it's just probably these low, like you know, low tier signings and stuff. Nothing big, but um yeah, again, uh, hats off. I mean, if you you heard our intro, you know, it also was a pain to take away the Dodger part of it, and then. But um, again, I mean, Braves great. Uh, congrats to them. Uh, they 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 were the better team, obviously. They were the hotter team, and um, and they beat they whooped in the Astros. So that's good to see. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so that, it was all overall a good, uh, you know, ba- uh, playoffs uh, baseball season. I'm sorry where we got to see fans back on the stadium. I went to a couple games. It was good. And uh, so uh, we'll see what next year is going to bring. But uh, hopefully we have a uh, Dodgers 2020 World Series champions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: I don't think um, it's a painful loss for um, Dodgers fans, but I don't think there should be anything to be ashamed about. Um, uh, I don't think anybody's going to hate the fact that the Braves, uh, well, it's been happening. <laughs>
0: what am I saying? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sure. I don't think anybody hated the fact that the Braves um uh, won it all. It, I think more so the, the most important thing is the Astros didn't win.
2: So, yeah, um, so. and they still had to yet to win their first championship, non-Astros championship. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. for the Astros, it's going to be tough, too, because their short, top prop, shortstop is a free agent as well. So that's sounds like he's going to leave. So you see, like, for them, it's, it's a little bit more bad because – uh, for a while, they've been a franchise who haven't been very good, so that's why they were able to build this core players, who which was like uh, interesting because they had so much talent. You know, you talk about their second baseman Jose Altuve, talk about Carlos Correa, the shortstop, their baseman Alex Bregman, uh, and then their center fielder who left last year, uh, George Springer, uh, and they they brought up these core players that they they developed themselves and now a lot of, like, we already saw, like, one of them already left last year, and the Correa could leave this year, so you see their core players are going to be gone, so for them, they're like, oh, for them, they're kind of screwed, you know, for them not winning it this year, this could have been, this could possibly be their last chance in a long time to win a World Series with those core players, and that's why it was kind of frustrating that they cheated, because they're already talented, you know, Mm -hmm. they didn't have to cheat, you know, they had a good shot at winning something without all that cheating. So
0: yeah.
2: And who knows how that's gonna impact uh Correa and history agency, you know, the fact that because again, he's a very talented player. He's a talented hitter. He's a talented defensive player. So uh who knows if it's gonna, you know, ruin his uh or do something for his off season. I mean they didn't do anything for George Springer last year. I mean he's he still got signed, He still pretty got pretty good money. So I don't think he's gonna I personally don't think it's gonna ruin him. But I mean he's still one of the most hated players in baseball. So uh I don't think every team is going to jump on that. Definitely not the Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> you can count that out. I'll yeah. be a big time surprise. And it's going to be really crazy if they do.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I do want to bring up another little quick one that we all remember, Trevor Bauer,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, the former Dodger pitcher, or Kermit is still technically a Dodger pitcher who got suspended or, you know, for, you know, uh, sending weird messages to, oh, no, for actually beating up on girls. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, he, decli- uh, he uh, didn't decline his option. So, meaning he's going to stay. Obviously, why would he decline it? He'll be mm-hmm. stupid, too. So, yeah. technically, he's still in contract for the next two years with the Dodgers. But uh do oh. know if he's actually still going to play, though. So That's another thing. Hmm. Wow. But, yeah. And that'll be it for baseball right now. I know we went right straight from birthdays to baseball. But I feel like we didn't have anything in baseball, that much going on in baseball. We probably won't have anything at all next week. Mm. I doubt a big top free agent to the side next week. But, um, uh, yeah, then right next, we're going to talk about some football.
0: Uh-huh. So, uh,
2: take a quick break, and we'll head over to some football. All right, welcome back to Sports Next here on Ecstatic Radio. Uh, So, we didn't get to do pickums last week, and I believe the week before that or something like that. But uh, so, we, we're just going to go through these games real quick. Well, not real quick. We're going to take uh, – because this was an interesting week. It was a weird week. We're officially – down halfway through the season
0: Mm -hmm.
2: and uh so uh let's get to it let's start off with the the Jets and the Colts how about the Colts all over the Jets well not over the Jets it was kind of like a lot of high scoring affair right here Mm -hmm. Colts were 45 to 30 over the Jets and uh so the Colts are looking pretty good Uh, Carson Wentz had a pretty decent game 272 yards and three touchdowns Mm -hmm. Jonathan Taylor 172 yeah. yards, two touchdowns. Man, if we yeah. were doing player of the week, that would have been my guy right there. Yeah, he had a great game.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, don't let the score fool you. It was practically a Colts game. They dominated. They just they're also the Colts, so they so they let up a lot much earlier than they should have. But um, mm-hmm. it was all Colts.
2: Yeah. Let's talk about the first upset of the week. Uh, the Giants defeating the Raiders 23 to 16. What's well, up with that? Derek Carr, 296 yards, a touchdown, and two interceptions. And of oh. course, this is uh, post uh, Henry Ruggs, which we'll talk a little bit about, uh, era. Yeah. With the Raiders. And the Giants with uh, Daniel Jones, 110 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Devontae Booker went uh, 99 yards. Uh, so he had a previous game, but the Giants at home defeating the Raiders. Oh,
1: that is um, impressive.
2: Yeah, see what they could do with that after the after this week,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and we had the Falcons defeating the Saints twenty seven to twenty five. It was a close game. Mm-hmm. Of course, this is uh, with a uh, Saints new quarterback Trevor Steemian. uh, he had a, he didn't have that bad of a game. He had two hundred forty nine yards with two touchdowns, but Matt Ryan with three hundred forty three yards with two touchdowns, so he went off. Uh, Cole Dale Patterson with one hundred twenty six yards. Uh, Olamadis, yeah, Zacchaeus had two touchdowns in that game for the Falcons. So, uh, yeah, pretty impressive there for the Falcons. Yeah. Big win for them over our division rival. Yep. Okay, here's the second big, I think this is the bigger, uh, I'd be upset Jacksonville that beats Buffalo. The score of nine to six. It's the baseball score, but still, <laughs> hey, you know, it's, it's a win. Of, a win is a win. Some whatever way you can get it, I guess. For Jacksonville at this point, yeah. Uh, Trevor Lawrence for 118 yards, and uh, that was it. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, it was I like didn't a- get
1: I didn't get a chance to um watch the highlights of this game, but I'm still stunned that the Jags pulled this off, considering the Bills have the number one offense and number one defense in the league. Uh, mm-hmm. They were super stagnant. I don't know what happened, but um, props to the Jags, they pulled an upset. You know,
2: well, you know, we all knew there was going to be a Josh Allen game. and We just didn't realize there was going to be the defensive player for <laughs> the Josh Allen, yeah. who just went off on him. I mean, he had eight times. he had a sack, he had interception on uh, Bill's quarterback, Josh Allen. <laughs> Josh Allen had two pickoffs on that one on that game. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. so Josh Allen did dominate, but it wasn't Bills.
1: Quarterback, yeah, I'm pretty sure you've heard the Josh Allen intercepted by Josh Allen thing, and yeah, I'm pretty sure you heard that all weekend. And like, Josh, Allen, yeah. and then they, they will stop talking about it, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's funny, but it's like, okay, we get it now, yeah,
2: yeah, Josh Allen, Josh Allen. <laughs> How about a uh, big game for Cleveland? Uh, I post Odell Beckham era. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, Baker Mayfield went uh, – well, he had 218 yards for two touchdowns. But Nick Chubb, 137 yards and two touchdowns. So, he was on your fantasy team. Man, he must have
1: yeah.
2: dominated that that week. Right. So, yeah. Nick Chubb went off. Yep. And uh, for Joe Burrow, uh, uh, 282 yards for two touchdowns uh, – for two interceptions and no touchdowns. Yeah. So, <laughs> not, a, not a very good game for Joe Burrow.
1: Yeah, total opposite of what we've seen um, a week ago, right? um, Mm -hmm. They dominated the Ravens, and then, like, they come back and get dominated by the Browns. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The Browns who were struggling were just like, man, they needed something, you know? So they feel like, all right, let's get rid of Odell Beckham. Now they're doing a little bit. 41 points. Yeah. It's a good offensive game. (laughs) Patriots (laughs) defeat the Panthers 24 to 6. Uh, it's okay, Guess <laughs> We don't. There's not much there.
1: Yeah, just His, Sam. Sam Donald just getting chewed out.
2: Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another uh, upset. The Broncos defeated the Dallas Cowboys. This is a post Von Miller era for the Broncos yeah. in defense, and that defense balled out against the Dallas. Very. Uh, this, this is only the second loss for Dallas, hmm. but uh, they really, they really went after Dak Prescott. You know, he had twenty three. 32 yards of two touches and inter- interception. Mm-hmm. But uh man, Denver defense just man, he, he, they went off the two sets for Jonathan Cooper over there for Denver. Yeah. Uh interception for Caden Stearns. So yeah, they went, they went off on him.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, was it Vic Vangio, the head coach of the Broncos talking about we found we developed a blueprint to beat the Cowboys. And, and so he was like pumping his chest after the game. you was like, yeah, we did that.
2: Yeah yeah big win for them yeah uh ravens defeat the vikings so battle of the purple uh like yeah. ravens defeated them uh 34 to 31 in overtime for the ravens i believe this was another win for uh the kicker what's his name uh the ravens yeah, J- kicker
1: did justin tucker yep yeah that, that was another um uh, overtime field goal kick um yeah i didn't i think i watched a little bit of this game it was um it was another um, episode of Lamar Jackson rallying his team and making a comeback. So, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely definitely was a huge win. Definitely helped me out in fantasy football, so. Yeah,
2: yeah. In uh, a game for the uh, the tanking, uh, two teams are <laughs> tanking right now. Uh, fortunately for the Dolphins, they won this game,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: guess. Well, I don't think even Texans have a, a first-round pick anyway this upcoming year, I think, do they, or something like
1: that? I have I'm to go sure. back to check.
2: But anyway, the Dolphins won seventeen and nine. Uh, starting quarterback there was a uh, Jacoby Brissett, I believe, uh, for Miami, and uh, yep, he did it with two hundred forty-four yards, a touchdown, and two interceptions, and they still won. Let's say you know the Texans are back. Tyrod Taylor came back with two hundred forty-three yards and three interceptions, mm. with no touchdowns.
1: Somebody's rusty.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, But uh, next one, the Chargers, a big win against the Eagles, 27 and 24. They came back, I think, after a two or three-game losing streak, I think the Chargers had. Yeah. And they came back to beat uh, the Eagles. Mm -hmm. The Chiefs and the Packers, man. um, (laughs) uh, The Packers, obviously, without uh, Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. Um, And the Chiefs, I mean, yeah, they won this game. But, I mean, what is it with the Chiefs right now? They're not looking promising Mm -hmm. still. I mean, they're getting these cheap wins and – I don't know what's going on with Patrick Mahomes over there. Yeah, it
1: they look very stagnant. Like, it's really hard to, like, dominate for that long. And with Mahomes' playing style, it's really... Honestly, Mahomes probably should have been played this way, but he was just so good that we never questioned it or noticed it. But it seemed like it's finally catching up to him. Not saying he's going to go downhill from here. I do think he's going to be uh the, one of the best quarterbacks in the future when it's all said and done. But, like, it it's just getting real really stagnant by him by the yeah. Chiefs. They they look really they look really like done. Like if Aaron Rodgers playing, they probably get blown out. Honestly, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And as far as uh, the young man Jordan Love, uh, he had 190 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Mm-hmm. So uh, I mean, obviously nothing special about the game, you know. Yeah, Mahomes for him, he he went for 166 yards and a touchdown. So, Man. I mean, if you look at that, I mean, Dorn could say you have a little bit of better game than, than Mahomes, other than that interception. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, uh, we'll, uh, yeah. We'll talk about the Aaron Rodgers situation momentarily. But, um,
2: oh, yeah.
1: Well, uh, Aaron Rodgers, after that game, he holds all the leverage after that game.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Cardinals defeating the 49ers 31 to 17. So uh, they continued Cardinals continue winning, looking yeah. really good.
1: Yeah, what, what without Kyler Murray and Deshaun, Um, excuse me, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I, I was thinking about somebody else. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, I know you thought <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: um, talking Big win for them, uh, obviously a division rival, and big loss for the 49ers. Mm-hmm. But here's another, uh, well, I don't know if you want to say this is an upset. It's a little bit of an upset. The Rams and the Titans, of course, mm-hmm. our Rams. Got whooped on by the Titans. The Titans, yes, D. And, uh, I mean, it was not a good way to show off to Von Miller, look at your new team. <laughs> it was kind of yeah. embarrassing. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. I mean, considering his, his team, his X team, did really well. Uh, his X team's defense, for, mm-hmm. you know, did really well. And now you come over, he's like, oh, really? He's probably like, oh, man, I should have stayed over there in Denver. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, it didn't look good at all. Um they really went off on Stafford and those two plays that cost Stafford, man. In the, was it the first quarter? Um, it was both interceptions, right? There was a one and there was a pick six. Yep, that just like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> you yeah, serious? oh man. And yeah, I, I could have finished watching this game. I was like, yeah, this, man, this yeah. is getting whooped on.
1: Yeah, um, it was funny because, like, well, it's not really funny. Um, <laughs> originally, before Derrick Henry had that injury. I, I um said that this is a possible game that we may lose because our linebackers are top tier and derek is a monster when um mm-hmm. when derek Harry got hurt i was like oh we got a chance we could we could actually beat them and um that didn't turn out that way <laughs> at all yeah so um, yeah
2: so get- Wait, like so i'm saying like what is it was this considered uh, an upset or uh just another game <laughs> i don't know
1: i would kind of consider this an upset not like a sh- well, I can't say it's, it's not stunning. It is definitely stunning, but I don't. I, I guess it's an upset considering um, there was no Derrick Henry and mm-hmm. their the Titans' offense didn't do much. Um, uh, Rams' defense did an excellent job of shutting them down, but um, um so it's an upset. Uh, give credit to um. The Titans defense, they did an excellent job. Um, the Titans are
2: looking really good now. I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how afterward, like after this game, how the Titans are going to look as far as the running game. I mean, they do have Adrian Peterson now. Mm-hmm. But obviously, he's no Derrick Henry now now anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we'll see how they are. But they're looking really good. They've been really probably one of the hottest teams other than the Cardinals yeah. in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, but some, I'll talk a little bit of plus side in our defensive side. Uh, Leonard Floyd got a sack. Of course, mm-hmm. Everett Donald got a sack. Mm-hmm. Janet Ramsey got an interception.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So uh, there's a little bit upside, a little bit up there. But uh, for the most part, yeah, it didn't look good for us.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, give them credit. It's, it's time to move on to the next game.
2: Yeah. And uh, the Monday night game, the Steelers defeat the Bears 29-27, to another high-scoring game. And the Steelers uh were able to take that against the Bears.
1: Yeah. Um this game, the officiating really bothered me. And I hate being one of those guys that blames it on the rest. But uh, first of all, let's can we talk about the tiny penalty real quick?
2: Sure, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Yeah. Um I I think they should look at this. Like obviously they can't do it during the season, but that that really needs to be taken away. Like, mm-hmm. the, the the taunting penalties that are being called are so ridiculous. It's like, you can't even, like, look at anybody at your opponent sideways while getting flagged for taunting, you know?
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: And, yeah, and I saw, who was that player? Like, he got a sack on Ben Roethlisberger. I forgot who he was. Uh, I should know his name because he do a lot of karate kicks. So, yeah. so um, What what I found out was he used to play for the Steelers, and then the Steelers cut him. And so mm-hmm. – um he he's with the bears, so he wanted to try to rub it in. So mm. he was staring at their sideline. Um uh, trying to be like, hey, this, this is what you guys get. And then um the referees, uh, he was walking back, the referee like he got in his way and then threw a flag. Like mm. that kind of bothered me, you know. Um that, that bothered me, and they called for taunting for that. And that was the taunting penalties overall just been horrible. And um, yeah, and like they they did not call a bunch of calls on Justin fields um because he he was getting rattled and he was um getting ahead multiple times like seconds after the ball left him now I'm not talking about like a split I'm talking about like two seconds after the mm. ball left the hand and he kept getting ahead and the referees mm. didn't want to call it so mm. I didn't know what that was about I being one of those guys uh that that like talks crap about the referees but that was a badly officiating game like it's the Bears. like um, Justin yeah. Fields, Justin Fields did better. He's getting better. Um, he got better as the game went along. But like, it's the Bears. You yeah need a. If I'm playing conspiracy theory, you a uh, conspiracy <laughs> theory. You won't you won't need to cheat the Bears to win. You know.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see if they're gonna do anything about that in the offseason. I mean, like you said, it's for uh, one thing. I mean, sometimes it makes the game a little bit more exciting. You know the taunting and all that,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and sometimes the you know players just get emotional. Obviously, players are people, but uh, yeah, they got to do something about that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not like they're like pointing a finger at them or like cl- uh stepping on their, their stomach or anything like that. I don't know. I like, I I think they're trying to keep the violence down by mm-hmm. by with these penalties, but it's it's like, bro, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I I can't even say uh. I can't even say like, "How's your nine-year-old daughter? Is she doing good?" Um, I- I'm gonna send. I'm gonna send her her favorite doll for her birthday. Like, "Oh, you're taunting her." I was like, <laughs> uh, congratulating her for her spilling bee. What the?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't want to like. What do I? Why are, you, why are you taking me to? Oh <laughs> uh, well. All right. Well, that'll be that for the crazy week nine of, of the NFL. And uh, some little things that were not part of the game uh, will happen that's bigger news. Of course, uh, a lot of people heard about the uh, ex-Raiders player, Henry Ruggs, who uh, uh, killed uh, killed a woman, a uh, young woman, uh, for uh, in the DUI, a suspect DUI at the moment. Mm-hmm. And he's facing DUI charges. Uh, he says, a former Las Vegas Raiders wide receiver Henry Ruggs III is expected to face three additional charges related to the fatal crash that killed the woman and her dog Tuesday morning. Vegas police said earlier this week that Ruggs was 22, only 22. Oh, man. It's yeah. All bad. Was already facing a charge of DUI resulting in death. Now, prosecutors intend to also pursue felony charges of a DUI resulting in substantial bodily harm and reckless driving, resulting in substantial bodily bodily harm, as well as a misdemeanor charge of possession of a firearm. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Uh, so he's screwed. <laughs> this young yeah. man is screwed. Yeah. So, and of course, right away, uh, you know, the Raiders released him and uh so yeah that's that's just i mean how can you uh I, I don't know i don't even know where to start talking about this i mean this is yeah obviously we hear about duis and all this stuff and uh what was it somewhere i read like he was going 165 miles per hour or something like that yeah 100 and something how do you go yeah, how do you go that fast man that's it's crazy but uh obviously it was quite a night for this guy and yeah. uh and he's uh, he's gonna face potential life sentences or something because that's that's all bad. I mean, how are you gonna walk away from that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, I haven't looked. I, I know the the details of the story, but I haven't looked too deeply into it because every time I look at it, it's, it's like I don't. I, I I get too sad. I get so sad. That I don't even want to like ridicule the guy for what he did it's, it's like it's just a sad situation on his part and him um killing a young woman and her dog and uh i remember me and my brother had a conversation about him he and my brother did research on him he said he's always been very self-destructive and mm-hmm. um they, he said that um gr- people worried about him growing up because he would always get himself in situations where um he will like get in trouble and I think football and basketball were his, like his top two escapes from that and um it's like you're in the NFL you uh, you finally made it um and mm-hmm. you do it's like this was self-destructive behavior you know and yeah. I don't know I just get sad knowing knowing how young he is and his life is already ruined you know
2: yeah you know, yeah so. Talking about life ruined, I mean, the young woman who was killed was identified as a 23-year-old Tina T- Tintor. She and her dog Maxi were on their way home when they were killed. Tintor's friend, uh, Jonah Fipovich, stole five uh, Vegas. We always go to parks walk the dogs and just hang out and have a good time, she said, and just think about the future. We were always talking about the, Ser- the- going to Serbia together. She said Tintor, as a Serbian immigrant, was just about to get a U.S. citizenship, and everything was going swell. Hmm. So uh, yeah, another young lady, uh, 23. I mean, they're both about the same age, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's just a sad situation. I mean, that's that's really it. And then uh, and you know, Henry Henry's gonna go through it. He's gonna obviously pay for this real quick, and uh, mm-hmm. but even that is not gonna. Yeah, it's just a bad situation for both yeah. sides.
1: Yeah, and um, this is somewhat unrelated, kind of a lighter part of the story, which really no way to like in the segue right right? but um i I read somewhere that the vast majority of the 2020 draft class for the raiders are no longer on the team i i think they only kept one and the rest are either released or i think there was another yeah there was another corner um i forgot his name i i i forgot his name but they released him um Mm -hmm. from the same draft class because he was on Instagram live toting the gun around. Oh shit. Yeah. So yeah.
2: It, it's, and and it's, it's not, sorry.
1: No, it it's it's like that that was supposed to be their inaugural draft of the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. And just like that, it got diminished.
2: Yeah. And the the sad thing, another sad thing about this too is that Henry Brooks is a talented receiver. It's not he was just another player, you know, he was pretty talented. Yeah. And uh I mean, he was supposed to be their future white out. and uh, no, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, and this always happens to the Raiders, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, always. I mean, they just went off from a big story with uh, their head coach,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, and then things were okay. Well, we got rid of him now. Like everything's going okay, and uh, you know we won a, a game without him with our ex head coach, and uh, now this one, and they just lost the last game to the Giants. So. Uh, Raider land is not going good right now.
1: Yeah, well, they they might move him out of Las
2: Vegas <laughs> already. Uh, well, we'll keep uh we'll keep up posted on this story, even though it's just you you just know it's going to go bad for Henry Rugs. Yeah. Uh, another one, another big story, of course. Uh, we talked a little bit about how the Packers well were without Aaron Rodgers, and the reason why you know he was uh um, he obviously uh, tested positive for COVID, and uh. But the thing uh, that was a bigger story about this is um, that uh, he apparently lied about getting his vaccine. Yes. And so that's why everybody's like, why would you lie? You know, I guess a quarterback said he had time to reflect on his Friday's comments and acknowledge how his characterization of being, quote, immunized. And now this could be perceived as misleading, Quote, I understand that people are suffering and this has been a really difficult time for the last two years on so many people, Roger said, I think we all know individuals who have lost their lives personally, people who have lost their businesses, their livelihoods, their way of life has been altered uh, completely and I empathize with those things and I also know how sports can be connected and bring people together in the time of uh, adversity and I do realize that I am a role model to a lot of people so I just want to start off with the the show acknowledging that I made some comments that people might have felt misleading to anybody who felt misled by these comments so he's pretty much saying like I didn't lie I said I was immunized not that I was that I got the vaccine is that what I think that's what he's trying to say. Mm-hmm. I, I take full responsibility for those comments. I'm excited about feeling better, that I'm excited about moving forward and hopefully getting back with my team, getting back to doing what I do best, and that's playing ball. It's been tough to be away from it. I've been obviously dealing with the COVID. The COVID I feel like I'm on the other side of it, thankfully, and thankful to, be able, to still be able to have something to look forward to, hopefully. So obviously this brought people off the wrong way because mm-hmm. – Obviously, we all know right now the situation with COVID and vaccines, especially now that it's becoming more places are saying that you got to have it, you got to have it, you got to have it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, not just that, I mean, um, we saw that his team needed him last, last week.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh,
2: so uh, as far as, like, if you're a fan of the Packers or if you're you know a teammate and of them, uh, you're pretty disappointed.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And especially because, you know, we, we thought you were going to take care of yourself and um, you did you weren't. And I think this is all coming out some Halloween parties too. I believe uh, a lot yeah. of players, were I think they were forbidden to have full uh, go to Halloween party or something like that. Uh or um, there was something about or being telling, hey, be careful with these Halloween parties and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it,
1: they they were yeah, pretty much be careful type of situation. They, they they don't have any restrictions, but they're saying there will be consequences if it spreads.
2: Yeah, and so and because uh, I believe they had uh, other players before uh, the week before in the Packers that had a uh, COVID or, or something like that, or some players were out for COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Um, true. Yeah. So they, they, the Packers have been struggling with that a bit. And then I guess they're already going to get fined. So we just had breaking news uh, today before we started recording that Packers have been fined 300 K Aaron Rodgers and Lazard fined 14 K for violation of COVID protocols. And uh, Rogers and Lazard's fines are a result of attending a team sanctioned Halloween party. So yeah, it has to do with the Halloween party as both are unvaccinated they are prohibited from attending gatherings outside team Pacific. Oh, so I guess it's only if you're unvaccinated, that you're prohibited to go, yeah. you know, places like that. Yeah. And yeah. so they violated that. And then they were, they got fined by the NFL.
1: Yeah. Um, for me, it's not the matter of what's your opinion of, um, of rather now you're for against the vaccine or your stance on COVID. He lied. He lied and said, I took the vaccine and you are the star quarterback of this franchise and you straight mm-hmm. up lied to them and left them out to dry. They're in the NFC. It's a it's really difficult to win an NFC and to mm-hmm. get a playoff spot. And you're over here. You pretty much just lied. And now mm-hmm. you're in this situation. And I think he says something about um I'm on crossfires with the woke mob or something like that. Not the castle culture, <laughs> the woke oh, mob. Shit. It's, oh, it's my like God. it's it's like he keeps it keeps getting worse for him. It's like you have responsibility. If you should have took the vaccine or or just say, hey, I would have like preferred if he said I'm against the vaccine because blah blah blah, you know. Mm-hmm. you you lied, you know, there's no other way of saying that. I know I keep saying the same thing, but like that's why I'm yeah. emphasizing it. So that was just bad. That was horrible.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, well, I guess he should be back for this upcoming week, right? Uh,
1: Possibly. It,
2: yeah, but, um, I mean, yeah, if you're his teammate, you're like, you probably might be a little bit – but it's Aaron Rodgers, so you're not going to be like, man, fuck you, Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> if you're his teammate. <laughs> but, um, I mean, it, it could be perceived as selfish in a way, you know, Yeah. For, for Rodgers. I'm pretty sure a lot of people feel that way about him. Like, that's just you being – you know, so I hear something, I don't know if it's true, that he took, you know – uh, advice from uh, Joe Rogan.
1: That's what I heard.
2: <laughs> I don't know how true that is, but I can I see it happening. And uh, that's a whole different thing with Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> even not even for the UFC segment, we could talk about Joe Rogan. <laughs> <Don't worry>. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I mean, I guess he's okay since he he did come on the UFC two sixty nine. But uh... <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, didn't he? did they say he took some type type of like medication that. With yeah. no ways to perform like a cares of covid
2: well that's what uh joe rogan's supposed to use when he got covid he used some kind of like oh, what was it it was some weird stuff i, I forgot what he what he said he used mm-hmm. but it was funny because i thought it was the whole thing was a point not putting whatever in your body you yeah. still ended up putting some weird shit in your body exactly <laughs> so, so i don't know but i i guess whatever was up for them obviously they're they're healthy now or whatever but uh I don't know. Anyway, that's a, again, that's a whole different thing we got to study or yeah. look up on. Yeah. Uh, but um, I guess they try to move on from that. Well, we'll keep both. I mean, hopefully, uh, for you fantasy owners, Aaron Rodgers is back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, if you have Odell Beckham, obviously, right now it's a little bit tough to play him, considering he doesn't have a team and all. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: He just cleared waivers from the Cleveland Browns. Uh, your thoughts on this, Hodge?
1: Remember, when I told you guys that they needed to trade Odell Beckham because it's not working out for them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Look at what happened. Mm-hmm. They end up releasing him anyway. Yeah, I, I was hearing rumors that um he does nothing in practice and he was acting out and acting and acting crazy. i would, I'm probably not mm-hmm. crazy, but but he was just acting. <laughs> he was just acting out and whatnot. I knew it was going to happen. I knew. Mm-hmm that if the connection between him and Baker Mayfield wasn't going to connect, that they needed to trade him because they was going to end up wasting his career. Yeah. And look at what happened. I yeah. told you, like, they should have traded him. Now, now look, now, now – and then he's talking about, oh, if I go to a team well, – this is back when he was that was last week when he got released. If I go to a team that's not Super Bowl ready, I'm going to start acting out. Like, yeah. you're, you're going to – you're just putting more damage to yourself.
2: You know? Yeah. yeah. yeah that, it's also selfish. It's like, yeah. For somebody, I mean, I I mean, personally, I mean, he's a decent receiver, but I personally feel like he's always been overrated.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Personally, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you had that couple catches that were mm-hmm. like, whoa, you know, highlights, but that's probably it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it's like, I, I saw a couple of Rams fans talk about, should we get him? No, we don't. We should not get him. Mm-hmm. No. That, like,
2: we just we just released Deshaun Jackson.
1: Yeah, exactly. It was for Jackson. It was just like he couldn't get on the field, and that's mm. understandable. Our our receiving room is crowded, but um,
2: yeah,
1: like our receivers are chill. Everybody's happy. Yeah, you won't yeah. bring him over and have him start barking about how he's not getting the ball too much. You know.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. So th- I called it. I said it wasn't going to work out if Baker couldn't make that connection, and he's a free agent now.
2: Yeah, and look at the Cleveland Browns. They had a big win against Cincinnati without him. Yeah. Them. yeah. <laughs> so, hold on. Maybe Baker's feeling a little bit better, or we'll see how that next week. Because, I mean, we all know the NFL is weird, but. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, so yeah. far, they're thinking pretty good.
1: Yeah. I, I think it was just too much pressure for Baker to try to get it to him. So, when yeah. he was injured, he played slightly better, but not really because they still have yeah. good running backs.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, let's start, speaking to next week. Let's, let's start out with our pickums for this week. All right, shall we? Let's get it. Let's start off with Baltimore at Miami, Mister Hodge. I got the Ravens. Yeah, I think that's it's a, <laughs> a wise choice right there. Uh, for Tennessee and New Orleans. Oh man, the way Tennessee's playing, even though without Darren Henry, Henry, I feel like man, that defense playing really well. I'm gonna go with Tennessee on this one. Yeah. Um,
1: I won't be shocked if New Orleans wins, but I'm with you. I'm going with Tennessee. All
2: right. The Buffalo make a comeback. Aj. I mean, they did a terrible wilding last time, but this is the Jets. So <laughs> might be easier. But then again, they lost to the Jacksonville. So, Aj, are you going to repeat? Are you going to do two back-to-back weeks? Uh,
1: I think they'll play a better game. I got the, the Bills.
2: Yeah, I got the Bills.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Detroit at Pittsburgh. Uh the win list, I believe, Detroit Lions. Yep. Against Pittsburgh, who had a pretty good win uh this past week.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Against the Bears. What do mm-hmm. you got?
1: I got the Steelers.
2: Yeah, it's hard to go with uh, Detroit right now, man. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Jerry Goff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I got a soft spot for Jerry Goff.
2: Yeah. I think a lot of Rams fans, do we don't we do not like him. It was just that, you know, it just couldn't, it didn't work out.
1: Yeah.
2: And we also got a lot to thank uh, Jerry God, because without him, we wouldn't have gotten Stafford. <laughs> <laughs> Even though Stafford didn't look too good last week. We <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> don't talk about that. We don't want to talk about that.
1: Okay, yeah,
2: New week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, new week. Yep, yep. So for Jacksonville at Indiana, I mean, obviously, I mean, you could say that that win is a fluke, and I say it's a fluke, but and Indiana's looking a little bit better and sharper. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with Indiana on this one. Indianapolis, I'm sorry.
1: I got the Colts as well.
2: Yeah. All right. So, uh, Tampa Bay, uh, Bucks against the uh, Washington football team. The Bucks coming up for of bye week, I believe. Yep. Uh, so uh, Brady and the Bucks against Washington. Who you got? I got the Bucks. Yeah, hard to go against Brady on this one. Hard to go against TBTV.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Cleveland and New England. This is gonna be a little bit tougher hmm. right now, but um Yeah. I did like I do like with the Cleveland show last week. Um I'm going with Cleveland on this one.
1: All right. Uh, this is actually a tough one. I don't know. It is. <laughs> if they could commit to it, they could beat the the Patriots. Cause I feel like the Patriots are still limited.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh you know what? I'll split. I'm gonna split with you on this one. I'm gonna go with New England.
2: All right. So this is going to be a, give it a while to we'll keep an eye out on next week, or this mm-hmm. week.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Can yeah, Dallas – I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: Baker's a better quarterback, I see Cleveland. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, can Dallas make a comeback this week uh, from their bad game last time up against Denver? So Dallas and Atlanta, who do you got?
1: I got the Cowboys.
2: Okay. So you're hoping that the uh, Cowboys come back? And, uh, yeah, I can see that too. Uh, I'm I'm, never, I'm still not confident on Atlanta right now, or and uh, Arizona at Carolina. Yeah, this is gonna be an easy one. Arizona.
1: Yeah, Arizona.
2: Sorry, right, Panthers. Uh, your graphics are cool on your on your on your field, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> your team isn't. Yeah. Minnesota Vikings at the L.A. Chargers. The L.A. Chargers picked up a big win against the Eagles. What do you got, Hodge?
1: The any Vikings game is grimy, so it's going to be a close one at a very grimy game. I got the Chargers,
2: okay? Oh, you know what? I'm gonna go with Minnesota on this one. I'm just okay, I'm, I'm gonna split with you on this one, too. Okay, but I mean, I can see the Chargers winning for sure this one, but uh, let's go with Minnesota,
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Seattle at Green Bay. So if Rogers comes back, and then see, I believe uh, Russell Wilson should be coming back this this week yeah,
1: that's what i heard
2: uh so obviously he, you know we all know he's he's hoping to come back and and uh you know uh his team a uh, big win for his team but uh rogers is also going to be back and rogers has his team looks pretty good um other than last year so i'm going to go with green bay on this one
1: yeah i'm ai i'm gonna go ahead and go with green bay
2: all right Mr. We got the Eagles and the Broncos against the Broncos defense showed up last week against Dallas. Now we got the Eagles who took a loss last week against the Chargers. Who you got?
1: Um, I feel like Denver's still a better team than Philadelphia. Um, Jalen Hurts is showing me show me something, but um um I'm I'm gonna still go with uh, Denver.
2: Yeah, they gotta be fired up about that win. I mean they gotta continue I'm pretty sure they think like we gotta continue going and uh we're with Von Miller, but um can still compete. I mm-hmm. mean, that AFC West looks so open right now. Yeah. Still. So, yeah, Denver. I got to go with Denver. Speaking of the AFC West, we got a big AFC West matchup. Kansas City Chiefs at the Las Vegas Raiders. We talk about the Raiders' struggles. And, um, and Kansas City struggles. I mean, both of these teams struggling. Yeah. So, uh, mean, I'm, I'm going to have to go first on this one, aren't I? But, dude, uh, <laughs> um, uh, you know, I'm – Man, I, I got to go with Kansas City Chiefs on this one. Okay, even though they they, they could go anyway. This is just a tough one. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Yeah. These. Yeah. These two teams are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Last year, I would have just said, "Well, what do you think of Kansas City does?" Like, right. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what, I'm going to go with Kansas City. I I think I'll just get punched, I'll get punched in the mouth.
2: (laughs) I I feel
1: the Raiders are going to win, but like, uh.
2: yeah, well, we'll see on that one. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Rams at 49ers, so, I mean, right now, obviously, the 49ers are struggling. Rams came off a bad loss last week. Uh, but the Rams still look pretty good, but the 49ers always play the Rams tough, especially in their own home. Mm-hmm. So uh, Arch, what do you have? All right.
1: I think besides Matthew Stafford, the Rams are getting sick and tired of Tyler losing the Niners. And there's going to be a different edge, different motivation, especially since Debo Samuel likes to talk crap. Um yeah. so I think the Rams are sick of it. And we have a we have a new quarterback. Well, he's not new anymore, but we, we have a well, this is the first time facing facing them, and I don't think the Niners have a lot of ammo, so I'm going with the Rams.
2: All right, yeah, I'm going with the Rams as well. Gotta <laughs> go with the Rams. So, all right, so there we have our week review. Uh, let's just go real quick with the playoff picture. We are halfway there And the NFC right now. Number one seed if the season ended today with Titans. Number two seed Baltimore. Ravens, number three, the L.A. Chargers at number three, the Ford Buffalo Bills, number five, Vegas Raiders, the number six, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, and number seven, New England Patriots. So the Chiefs right now, it looks like, I mean, they're on the bubble, but they're not in the playoff contention right now. Neither is Cleveland, Cincinnati Bengals. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, and for the NFC right now, we have the Cardinals up at number one. Number two is the Packers, so even though they lost last week, they still are number two. The, the Bucks are at number three. The Cowboys are at number four. The Rams are at number five. The Saints are at number six. And the Falcons, know, the Falcons are squeezing in the playoff contention at number seven. Mm-hmm. Carolina's still on the hunt. So that's the way it's looking right now. But it should be another interesting week in the NFL, week 10. Mm-hmm. And uh, that'll be it for the football. We're going to come back and talk a little bit about some UFC real quick, some right. UFC 269, and we'll be right back. My apologies. I kept saying UFC 269, but it's actually UFC 268. UFC 269 is coming up in December, I believe.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, but this one was a hell of a card. Uh, unfortunately, I know. I know. My apologies. I also didn't get to watch this. Yeah. Shame on you for this one.
0: I know, on I know.
2: I know. I I feel bad about this one. You missed a good uh, one. Yeah. It was in Madison Square Garden, New York. New York. And it was headlined by... Uh, Kamaru, the World to win Championship, Kamaru Usman against uh, Colby Covington, defending, uh, of course, this is rivalry for, uh, this is part two. I think both championship fights are part two. Mm-hmm. And uh, the way it looks like, uh, well, it was all uh, Usman on this one, a uh, uh, unanimous decision. They went all the way, but it was a unanimous decision win for uh, Kamaru Usman to def- uh, defend this championship. But, Hodge, I know you watched this fight. What do you think about this fight?
1: Oh, man, it was an excellent fight. Molly complained- about this fight was Kamaru Usman didn't knock out Kobe Covington because I was like <laughs> waiting on it. Um yeah the second round um or what was the third round I forgot what round it was. it's between what what the second and third rounds um Usman knocked him knocked Covington down twice almost in a row like he mm-hmm. he knocked him down Covington got back up he tried swinging, then um Usman knocked him down again but he couldn't uh, uh finish him um I feel like Usman was taking Too many shots within rounds four and five. I feel like um, he he ate a lot of them up, but but he obviously countered. But um, I felt like he was taking a a lot of chances with them. But at the same time, um, Covington missed um, his knockout shot multiple times. So it was all Mm -hmm. about um, dominant performance by Usman, even though Covington had a lot of great moments in this fight. So um, this was definitely a five-star fight for me uh, so um, All right. and, and I'm happy Kamaru Camaro Usman beat Kobe Covington,
2: so yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it looked like they showed a little respect at the end of the fight, which is something yeah. uh you know, I don't see Kobe, Kobe Covington to do. Yeah, uh, I can't believe you'd be proud, he's gonna be that prouder than uh uh Connor McGregor. <laughs> yeah. But as yeah. far as Ka- Kamaru Usman, uh he's his next step, he wants to fight a boxer next, a so boxing champ, Saúl Alvarez. So um that's that's uh that's gonna be pretty big. Uh there, I believe uh Dana White was talking about how he was watching bo- uh, boxing instead of, because, uh, I mean, they had the two big fights, uh, Canelo, I believe, uh, and uh, was uh, he had a fight, and he's a, obviously, uh, that was one of the bigger fights. Uh, so uh, he won his fight, so he's trying to fight Canelo. Ooh. And that will be a pretty interesting fight right there for sure. It's going to be, that one's, man, that's going to sell some pay-per-view for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think he should do it now or should he just wait until he's done with the – with his championship run?
2: It looks like he, he wants to do it now. I mean, you also look at the, his division. Like, he's beat everybody in that division, the Wilson Reed division already. True. I'm not sure who's who's next. Uh, And there's – even the performance next, I mean, there's some prospects. He's still got a lot to go to but compete for the championship. So, uh I mean, at this point, especially right now, I mean, if you're if you're promoted, this is what you want to do. You want to do this now. <laughs> you want to do this as asap as possible. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but uh, if you're Dana, if you're why you want this to happen asap?
1: Yeah, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, the next ones up are going to be finding a pay per view. It'll be um, it'll be Leon Edwards and Jorge Masvidal. If mm. if I'm if oh, I'm yeah. taking a guess. That they, yeah, and gonna... I
2: believe Leon Leon Edwards has been gunning for that championship fight for 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 quite a bit. Yeah, and of course Masvidal was the last victim of uh, Kamaru Usman before yeah. Kobe Covington.
1: Yeah,
2: but uh yeah, that was yeah, that's the only one I could see Leon Edwards is next guy up there. Yeah, yeah. but he has to win to that fight. Right? I'm sorry,
1: who's been beat him? Yeah, too, yeah.
2: Right? he beat him before. I think he beat him before he was a champion. I believe, or he, were, or I'm not sure if he beat him. Oh, for while he was champion or before he was champion? Uh, let me take a look at that real quick. Do my little research here. Um, where's his name? Where's is, where is, where is his, uh, Leon Edwards? Leon Edwards, yeah. This was before he was champion back in 2015. Hmm. He beat him a unanimous decision.
1: Hmm.
2: So, uh, yeah, this was quite a while ago. So, you know, he wants that back, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's gonna be. But Canelo for sure, it's gonna be big because you could yeah. you gonna bring both UFC fans and boxing fans. So yeah, yeah. it's gonna be big. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other the other uh, championship five, Rose Number defeats uh, Zhang Wei Li once again. This one went all the way to five rounds. This was a split decision win for the champion uh, Rose Number So uh, yeah, there's another. Out of the fence, which I, I saw, these two guys were at least uh, Kamar Roseman and Rose winning again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it looks like a big fight, big, good fight because they went to all five rounds both of these fights.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so, uh, what do you see about that woman uh, women's strawweight championship fight?
1: Um, I can see why the judges struggled with this one. Um, Zhang Wei Lee came out the gate and um, um, I won't say dominated, but controlled uh, rounds one and two. Well, Rose mm-hmm. was able to calm it down with her um ground game and um mm-hmm. was able to uh slow down uh, Wang Lee to the point where Wang Lee was ineffective. Um I, perhaps if it was a three-round fight, maybe a Wang Lee will win, could have won. But um um Rose did a good job of controlling the rest of the fight. Um her punches um started landing more and she had better control of the ground game. So um I can see why the judges had a hard time deciding who won this fight.
2: Okay. A big win for Marlon Vera, defeating Frankie Edgar with a KO in the third round at three minutes and 50 seconds. And uh, with a front kick. Oh, that sounds nasty.
1: Oh, yeah. It it was definitely nasty. (laughs) Oh,
2: man. And then, so he beat a legend, Frankie Edgar. I mean, who knows what's the future for Frankie Edgar. He's been struggling.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
1: His hand, Frankie's hands were up. And somehow some way Marlin um got his leg through both of his hands, his block and with and got him straight to the chin. Wow. It was crazy.
2: And we remember this is uh this is a, the last fight for uh, Frank Jagger, he got KO'd by Corey Cory Sandhagen in uh, 28 seconds. Mm. So uh, with a flying knee. So mm. uh, yeah, it's not looking like the last two fights for Frankie Eger and no. bantamweight. weight, not no. looking so good. Mm-mm. Uh, featherweights Shane Burgos defeats Billy Corantilo in unanimous decision, and then lightweights. Uh, so this is the one I, I really wanted to watch, and I missed out. Justin Gaethje defeating Michael Chandler in unanimous decision, but Justin Gaethje is a beast, man, and uh, he's so he's, he should be next in line for that championship.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, was, was
2: this is this fight as good as it sounded?
1: Honestly. My opinion, this was fight of the night for me, in my opinion. Mm. If I had control okay. to give it, give the extra 50K, I would
2: give it to these two. That they fight did. was insane. And they did. Oh, they did? It was a yeah. fight of the night. Yeah, it was a fight of the night, yeah.
1: Yeah, that fight was insane. I I, I was exhausted. I was like, oh, I still got to watch the, the four more fights after this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Man, you missed out big true. time on that one.
2: Yeah, yeah, damn me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, prelims fights, uh, Alex Pere- Pereira, defeating Andreas Michalidis with a TKO flying knee and punches in the second round. No, that's sounded nasty. Yeah. Bobby Green, lightweight, defeating Al La-, La-, La Quinta, TKO, punches. Bobby Green also won performance of the night. One of, one of the four fighters that won performance of the night. Vera did too.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Chris Curtis, defeating Phil Haas with KO with punches in the first round. Uh, middleweights Nasir Dean Imovov defeating Edmund Shabazian. TKO elbows. Edmund Shabazian is in a little losing streak right there. Mm-hmm. I remember he was, uh, he was a young guy everybody was talking about because he was one of Ron Rossi's pupils or something. Mm-hmm. And he's just a three-fight losing streak right now. Then mm-hmm. um, we have welterweights Ian Gary defeating Jordan Woods KO punches. Heavyweight Chris Barnett defeating Gian Villante. Chris Barnett also won a performance of the night. Uh, with the TKO spinning wheel kick and punches. Ooh, that sounds kind of cool.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> right, who was Justin, Justin Jacoby defeating John Allen. Catchaway in Miss League, defeating Bruno Sosa, and Ode Osborne defeating C.J. Vargara. So overall, I mean, a big big uh, pay-per-view right here. Mm-hmm. 20,000 20, in attendance. I mean, Madison Square Garden is not as big as other uh, stadiums nowadays, but mm-hmm. uh, Nine million out of the gate. So, yeah, pretty successful night for the UFC. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You, you, you missed out big time on this one.
2: I did. I did. I screwed up. I screwed up. I'm sure I can find it somewhere else at some point. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I did screw up on this one. <laughs> but uh, next fight night, we have just uh, come where we have one uh, this Saturday. And it's going to be at the Apex back in Vegas or Enterprise, Nevada. Headlined by Featherweights, Max Holloway, and Yair Rodriguez. Both big time fighters uh, should be somewhere next in line of ours. Oh, of course, we all know Max Holloway. Yeah, Rodriguez is trying to find his way into the championship belt. We have heavyweights Ben Rothwell against Marcos Road, the go ahead Rio de Lima. Women's featherweights Felicia Spencer versus Leah Letson. Middleweights Roman Sol-, Sol Dolice versus Kyle Dacus. Bantamweights Song Diodong versus uh, Julio, Julio Arke. And uh we have lightweights, Diago Moises against Joe Alvarez, Cynthia Cavillo against Andrea Lee, Megal Baez against Chaos Williams coming making comeback, uh Sean Woodson against Colin again, uh Courtney Casey against Liana. L- Yo, hope I don't know to say <laughs> Mark <laughs> diaz versus Rafael Alves and Kennedy the Juku against Deanjum. <laughs> Another big uh yeah, <laughs> try. <laughs> <laughs> Another nice little fight night card. Uh mm-hmm. A couple of regular, at least other than Holloway or Rodriguez, a couple of uh, no, uh, names that I should know, like Diago Moises, Cedric Cavillo, Chaos Williams, Miguel Baeza. That's going to be a good fight, right? That freedom card, Miguel Baeza and Chaos Williams, that's going to be a good one. Hmm. If you're going to watch some prelims, I'll, I'll recommend that one. And Roman Dolice against Kyle Dacas, that's going to be another good one. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be a nice, pretty decent card. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty sure um, Dana White's going to promote the hell out of this prelim card. So,
2: yeah, you should. <laughs> you should. And uh, with that being said, i will be here for UFC. And uh, finally, we can talk talk about some basketball games. And uh, we'll be right back. All right, we finally got some basketball games going on. Uh, well, we're already like, what, a couple weeks in already, this, the NBA season. Yep. And uh, it's already starting off pretty weird. Uh, let's just talk about some quick games. Right, we, we don't have that many games on tonight on Tuesday. We have, we do have the Bucks to, uh, over the Sixers right now. So they're going on 114 to 107. The Jazz over the, the Hawks 41 36 right now in the second quarter. Later on tonight we have the Clippers and the Trailblazers, which is going to be a pretty decent game right there. But uh, let's take a, let's just take a look at uh, some standings real quick, so we'll know where some teams are at. Let's start off at the Eastern Conference. Sixers are up. I mean, obviously it's kind of early to talk about standings and playoffs and all that stuff. But right now the Sixers are eight and three. So there's a lot of teams that obviously are still in it. I mean, again, it's still early.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But there's a lot of teams that are seven wins, uh, seven and three. So we have the Heat, the Bulls, the Bulls seven and three. How about that?
0: Yeah, yeah, seven
2: and three. Uh, the Wizards seven and three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also, Bresford, get that guy out of there. Kyle Kuzma, I guess is getting it done. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy, Cle- Kyle Kuzma. Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland is seven and four. Yeah. The Nets are the way all the way sixth place, seven and four. <laughs> the Knicks, seventh place. Yeah. The Raptors, eighth place. I mean, the Hornets are five and seven. They're still the Bucks, the defending NBA champs are four and six. Yeah, I mean, crazy, yeah, they have a couple players hurt, mm-hmm. but the Bucks are 10th place right now. I mean, obviously, again, it's too early, but they want to be playoff contention right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's crazy. Yeah, The Sixers, with all that Ben Simmons drama, are first place. Yeah. <laughs> Man, the NBA is looking weird right now.
1: Yeah, exactly. They...
2: The Celtics are 11th place. Yeah, They're 0-3 at home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Crazy. Talk about slow starts, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, some some things are never are always the same. Like the Pistons are all the way dead last, <laughs> but uh, the Magic are down there mm-hmm. three eight. Pacers are four seven, but uh, the Hawks are four seven. They're not a bad team either.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't man. Yeah, I mean, again, it's early in the season, but it's like some of these teams are surprising them. Um, I know. Yeah, uh, we. I don't like to use the injury thing because it's always next man up, but Bucks yeah. are. A struggle right now Celtics. for me it's a little shocking but then again it's not at the same time if you know what i mean
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah i don't know if they have enough firepower i mean they have jason tatum and whatnot but there's still like there's they're missing something so i'm not surprised yeah. that not totally surprised that they're down there and um but
2: yeah it's um but what about the bulls and the wizards
1: wow uh you could have told me the bulls are going to do anything this season they yeah. look amazing yeah they look amazing
2: yeah, yeah. i mean yeah they're, they're seven oh uh, uh, their last game they won uh the wizards are two game winning streak the Cavs are in a four game winning streak um yeah that's and then so let's so that's a surprise right now is the bulls and the wizards and of course you know the bucks
0: mm-hmm.
2: and for me i still think the celtics are a little bit of a surprise you know they always they always seem to be bugging and always like you know pesky as hell. Yeah. Always in the playoffs somehow, even though they have a shitty team. Yeah. But let's talk about the West. Uh, in a way, some people could find this surprising, but the Warriors are number one. They're nine and one. They're in a five-game winning streak.
1: Uh,
2: Steph Curry's going off. Yeah. And this is without Clay. And Klay yeah. should be coming back, what, next month or something? or Close to coming back.
1: Yes. Yeah, somewhere around next month. Um, Curry just said, said, I'm putting this team by my back. Let's go. And it's scary. Like, I don't, yeah. I never understood the Stephen Curry slander and why they want uh-huh. to say that. Oh, he's not that good, and he's he's overrated. That he's on a tear right now. He's on, and he.
2: I mean, he he was do- he finished off last year, almost doing that. I mean, yeah, last year they got eliminated by the Lakers, or they got lost to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. But um, the, he was doing that at the end part of last year. Yeah. So, and he just continued from that. You know, obviously with a fresh start now. Yeah. And he's, he's – he's, I mean, 9-1 their last 10. I mean, the, the first 10 games they had this year. Yeah. So, that's – yeah.
1: Yeah, I think his last game he scored like 50 points and made mm-hmm. nine threes on 50% shooting. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. That is insane. Yeah.
2: Number two is Utah Jazz. Of course, uh, they're they a pretty decent team up there. Mm-hmm um we have number three dallas at number three Mm -hmm. uh like i said a lot of these teams are just right next to each other they're not i mean this is this gets changed daily
0: yeah
2: um and uh but the suns are the reigning western champs are six and three Mm -hmm. but they are in a five-game winning streak so uh they're heating up a Mm -hmm. bit grizzlies grizzlies are six and four the Denver Nuggets are surprisingly not up there, but they're six and four, two game winning streak. The Clippers are seven game. They they started off really slow, but now they're they've got themselves a four game winning streak. They do. Yeah. We mentioned we had they had a game against they have a game against Portland, which Portland, by the way, where, where, where are they? They're ninth place.
0: Mm.
2: But um, uh, the Clippers are getting a little bit hot. And again, this is without Kawhi. This is uh, with Paul George. Paul George, by the way, was a Western Conference uh, Player of the Week. Yeah. Which is, I mean, we all know Paul George. You know, he's, it's not. You know, he's pretty well. I and mean, you just talk about playoff. Oh, Paul George, that's a different story. But um, uh,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know, so, but you know, Clippers are still getting it. But the Lakers are six and five. And uh, I mean, we talk about uh, you know, a lot of people were saying, you know, before the season, you know, the two the two favorites, the Nets and the Lakers, and uh, none of them are near first place. And uh, the, the Lakers are dealing with, with LeBron being hurt, uh, AD having uh, some kind of stomach ache, from <laughs> what I hear. Mm-hmm. And what's the Westbrook, though? What's the Westbrook hasn't been everything that the Lakers are hyped them up to be?
1: Yeah.
2: And, and Carmelo's having a pretty decent time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, but, yeah, I, I know knew it? it. Like, I know it's <laughs> early in the season and things could turn around, but what, what do we say?
2: Like, that yeah, was a whispered
1: move, was not a good move.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, so they've six and five, so they won six games. But you look at some of these wins, some of these wins are overtime wins. I think there was a game against Memphis where uh, Moran uh, missed a couple of free throws, and that's the reason why the Lakers won. And then and they're pretty like one-point wins. So it's not even like that kind of like, okay, yeah, you know, Lakers are back. Even last, last night's game against – uh who was at Charlotte, I think that, they, they had a pretty decent lead, and then they just fell apart. Yeah. And that's been a couple of their games. I think they lost two games to OKC. And uh, they already lost two games against OKC. OKC is 3-6, and six, so two of those three wins are against the Lakers.
0: Yeah.
2: And then who does the OKC has? Gilgis Alexander.
0: Yep.
2: It's about their only star they have compared to the Lakers, who's everybody's a star. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> so uh, that's, I mean, I, I was just a Lakers fan. I will be like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, it's it's insane. Like I I knew it wasn't going to be a good fit. Like and, and then yeah, and Westbrook's rattled now because he's hearing all the talk. Like that's what happens when you play for the Lakers. If you don't perform, <laughs> they immediately start attacking you. So yeah. I knew it was going to be a good fit. Like only way then, it would have I... worked out is if um, Westbrook was the star and LeBron wasn't on the team. But I know yeah. they're not going to do that.
2: Nope. Well that's another thing too. I mean, that's what I was just gonna say. I mean, like, that's another thing where you're learning to play with LeBron. Like, if you don't perform, he's gonna trade you right away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's got you, he's got you in the trade block already, probably.
1: For real. Yeah. I I yeah. don't know why people keep on doing and they're gonna continue to do stuff like this. They're gonna continue to put a bunch of big names that won't fit with the team, and they're they're gonna continue to have these type of results, you know. So yeah. So, right I, I, now, so
2: far, the only thing that's looking good is the Melo signing. Okay. Give him yeah. that, but that's about it. Yeah. I, I remember
1: watching one of the Lakers. It me, actually it was the first, it was like the first day of the NBA season. I was watching Westbrook literally try to compensate, trying to be <laughs> the other guy um, while being on the Lakers. I'm like, that's not him. He yeah. needs to be the man with the ball. So, mm-hmm.
2: um, yeah. And um, another surprise, well, in a way, the uh, Pelicans are all the way in the bottom. They're one and 10. Um, yeah, they, it is without Zion. They lost Lonzo. Mm-hmm. But I was like, man, is that really it? <laughs> you know, is that what made them? But um, again, early season, so, but still, yeah. they, they already start off on the wrong. So there's a seven game losing streak. Mm-hmm. We talk about some streaks right now. The Timberwolves are on a five game losing streak, the Rockets are an eight game losing streak, the Warriors, as we mentioned, five game winning streak, the Suns in a five game winning streak, the Mavericks in a three game winning streak, the Clippers on a four game winning streak. So, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty weird start to the season for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah, um, and uh, it's just gonna continue getting weirder. <laughs> I'm going, I know, I'm going to a couple game, uh, game this Friday with the Lakers. Uh, just watch them lose against um, Timberwolves. <laughs> but from right here, LeBron's going to be back, so I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, you know, he's going to – I can't wait to see him come, uh, talk to the refs the whole game again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so uh, Nikola Jokic, the reigning NBA MVP, uh, he's going through something with uh, – he went to something with – I mean, he's Markeith Morris. And uh, I guess he just kind of like – he just kind of shoved him or something, or –
1: yeah, um, so uh, yeah, so like I think he was driving down the court and Markeith kind of bumped into him and oh and, yeah, I saw and yeah. joke is just straight up pushed him on the floor. And uh, <laughs> I actually got a I covered his face. He <laughs> 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 <I laughs> <did laughs> covered his face after that. He acted like he knocked him out. What
0: all right, sorry, go ahead.
1: <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I actually got a notification saying that um a joke is going to be suspended for one game for that shove. Oh. So that's the oh, latest man. update.
2: Wow. Okay. So <laughs> I was just <laughs> thinking it was about to cry or something. Like it's like a soccer thing, you know, where it's like you they somehow get tripped and then they start putting their hands in their face and they pretend that they're really hurt or they don't want to yeah. yell.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That was just weird. Yeah. Okay. So he's uh, so he's suspended for a game, and uh, so nothing for Markeith. Just
1: uh, uh, Not, not as up. of now.
2: Okay. All right. All right. So, uh, let's see. Uh, somebody's tweeting stuff out. To see. Marcus Morris intimidated the joke. Kid, shoving his brother from behind was shady. Then that he will never, he will remember it. Waited till wait until bro turned his back, shake my head. it. So, uh, yeah, some, some, that sounds like some fighting words.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Apparently a, the- emoji of a pen in hand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, apparently the brothers started going at it on Twitter.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, man. This is, but then Marcus Morris, like Mama said, don't talk on social media no more. Well, there you have it. I love you, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> it, will, it will be fun to see. I mean, it's going to be a fun NBA season, I guess, yeah. in that case. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but it's not going to be a fun season for Mr. Uh, Robert Sarver of the Suns. Oh, he was with the Suns or something else. NBA Executive Vice President Communication Mike Bass issued the following statement today on behalf of the NBA and WNBA regarding ESPN's report reported by Robert Sarver and the Phoenix Organization. The allegations contained in today's ESPN article that are extremely serious, and I believe this was something that he was, he's uh, racial slurs or something, or what exactly was it?
1: Yeah, um, yeah, he's being accused of um, saying um, a couple of racist things uh, during meetings, and um, so um, they... Yeah, uh, Adam Commissioner um, Robert Silver already made a uh, step in and um, removed him from his position. And uh, they're going okay. uh, um, to look into going to have an investigation on him and as to um, what they, they're going to they're do with him and the sons if there's any more punishments that's going to be available to him.
2: Wow. Okay. So more of uh, office uh, NBA news going on. is This one's in Portland. The Trailblazers uh, have hired an outside firm to investigate workplace environment concerns. Reports of the investigation service Friday night, both the Athletic and the Yahoo Sports, reported that a probe stemmed from allegations of workplace misconduct involving Neil Oshie, the president of basketball operations and general manager for this organization. The Blazers released a statement Sunday confirming the investigation did not name Oshi. The organization was recently notified of concerns around workplace environment by non-player personnel at the... Uh, practice with sending response. We immediately engaged all, all Melvins and Myers and outside firm with significant expertise in this area to conduct a full, fair, and investigate independent review into these concerns and will take appropriate actions based on its outcome. The same as said the Blazers cannot comment further. Uh, the team also the Lakers on Saturday night. Coach uh, Chauncey Billups, who is the first year with the team, said in the pregame comments that he's never witnessed any misconduct and the allegations. Also, the allegations are talking about uh, what well, exactly.
1: Um, I I guess it's, um, it it's within the organization. Um, I, I guess it's something that's been kept under wraps until recently. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know the full details of this, but they're definitely, um, um, going What's to be going on. Yeah. They're going to look into what happened and, um, see if there's any sort of toxic environment. I don't think on Chelsea Billups part, but like more so the trailblazers part. So we'll mm-hmm. see.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah all um, right, oh, uh, yep, yeah.
1: Um, I, we are about to wrap up, but I got a new no- notification, non NBA mm-hmm. related. This is actually an NFL related. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, saying um per Yahoo Sports, cause shout out to Yahoo Sports. Uh, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know if you give shout outs to the news station, whatever.
2: <laughs> yeah, we could, we could.
1: Okay, yeah. Um, Vikings Pro Bowl running back Dalvin Cook is facing loss. Is facing a lawsuit. Um, his, his ex-girlfriend uh, alleges assault and emotional abuse from, from David back in 2020 Uh-oh. And, and during an altercation.
2: Uh-oh. That's not good. No. All these, all these star players are getting in trouble. Yeah. Uh, well, that's going to be something to keep an eye on for next week. Mm-hmm. Definitely going to update and see what's up with that.
1: Yeah. But that's,
2: that's bad. Yeah. Not good.
1: Yeah. Yeah you know what sucks about these situations um apart from obviously we don't know what happened but um
0: mm-hmm.
1: but um we, we're gonna find out the details two things one important and one not important that we put in importance of like um these are superstars and they always get into some sort of like incident and it's it's not always their fault but it's still like you guys got to be smarter than that you know um, yeah. and i don't know the details about that but Putting your hands on a woman by no means is uh, necessary. So, yeah. um, so we they gotta be wiser. Just start walking away and find a punch bag or something. So, yeah. that's one thing. So that's the mm-hmm. that's the important thing. The non important thing about this situation is we always think about our fantasy teams every time something like yeah. this yeah.
2: <laughs> I was just gonna. I know it was gonna be bad. But I was gonna make a joke about it. Like, so if you have in your fantasy team, you better release Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's all Matt, bad. But, why are we like this? Because <laughs> we don't give a shit. We're, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we give a shit, but we're just like we're selfish. It's just yeah. like some of us have fucking hundreds of dollars on this thing. <laughs> yeah. We ain't about to lose all that money for your dumb ass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I drafted him first in, in one of my leagues. He was my first running back ticket.
2: <laughs> oh shit. Oh man, that's bad. Well, yeah. I was gonna I mean this was uh, I didn't want to bring it up, but, you know, because I don't did I mention it? I don't even think I mentioned it. About, but the Henry Bug situation. Oh I had to I have to release that by the way. I didn't yeah. even I already knew it, like it was just before even they though they said they were gonna release him. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that that's not good. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, we're 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 bad. We're bad people for that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, some of us have thousands hundreds, some of us have thousands of dollars in this, you know, these leaks. so and some of us have bragging rights to go through. I mean, we don't want to go through the whole offseason being talked shit on. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Which is bad, but still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we're going to, like I say, we're going to keep the up keep people posted on this. And uh, and so we're back. You know, we'll be back next week. Um, and uh, most likely we're going to be recording on the Monday mm-hmm. next week. So hopefully folks can join us for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see about this NFL week. See uh, who's, I think, uh, if I remember correctly, I think you had like a game or two game advantage uh, thing on the pickups.
1: I think so. I do remember Something you need like to make that. a correction on one of them.
2: Yeah, I got I to gotta look back at it. Yeah, you, you told me. You told me, Hunter. I yeah. get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, you guys have a good week. Enjoy another week of uh, of sports, of basketball and football and uh, fight night. And unfortunately, no baseball. But uh, still, uh, enjoy the week.